0: Podcast Network Asia. This episode is brought to you by PodMetrics. Podmetrics
1: is a podcast analytics platform that enables podcasters to see all the relevant data they need to know about their podcast's audience. Sign up now at podmetrics.co and use the referral code wrestling 2 xpod Again, the code Wrestling2XPod.
0: What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell,
1: yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hey, everyone. This is
0: Jeff Cobb. Hello,
1: WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted.
0: Hey, this is TJP, the Am Flash, and you are listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> are listening to the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C. and Ro Moran doing things the OG way. You know, at least uh, without us being physically at the studio paren because Ulysses and the pandemic. It's, it's a crazy day with everything going on here in Luzon. Uh, In Metro Manila, most especially. Community Row, we're barely able to uh, record right now because of the internet issues. That's also why we don't have the stream going on right now. Chino's not with us tonight as we record because yung electricity and the internet connection at their place. So, our our thoughts and prayers go out to everybody who's affected by Ulysses. So, we want to start off the show by telling people how you can help out. If you want to help out, For starters, you can uh, check the hashtag ReliefPH. There are some groups who are already organizing relief efforts. A lot of groups out there like YAKAP or Youth Advocates for Climate Action Philippines. Kaya Natin Movement has also been uh, mobilizing their efforts over the last few days to help out those who've been affected by Raleigh and Ulysses. So many other organizations are coming together already. So if you want to pick out uh, which one you want
1: to help and support, just look for hashtag ReliefPH. And we'll drop a few then uh, at our social media pages. So stay tuned. If you're, if you're still looking, stay tuned on those uh, channels.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, there. You know, we're just doing what we can here, honestly. I say we're just at a point where we have no one else to turn to but ourselves. And I'm one of those people who's just so sick and tired of the narrative now. We're so resilient. We're so resilient. And, like, fuck that. I, I want us to get something going, you know? So, if, if we can help each other out this way, then I,
1: I hope that this is the first step other than fucking resiliency. Uh, um, So the best way to go about this is to vote people out uh, in 2022 Yeah yeah, That's pretty much What we gotta do here
0: Thank you Thanks for bringing that (laughs) up Because that's something I talk about On my other podcast On deck And I just wanna bring That up here If you're angry The same way we are Please vote If you're not yet A registered voter Please go out And register to vote As soon as you can Um, You know Komilek has opened this As early as September Of this year And it will remain open Until September of next year So please go out And vote And if you wanna know The steps And the requirements You need uh, Go check out VotePilipinas.com Right? Okay Let's uh, get to some wrestling talk because it is a Thursday night as we record this, which means we're coming off of NXT and AEW. And the biggest news of the day is Leon Ruff winning the NXT North American Championship. And I didn't get to see this live because I was doing the radio show, but I saw in Discord natin, and somebody said on the Discord, who the fuck is Leon Ruff? And I was like, oh, he's enhancement talent. Then, Google, holy shit, he's champion now.
1: Yeah, I woke up to that and didn't realize uh, Leon Ruff was actually a choice. I forgot that they signed him a while back. He's officially a performance center recruit, and he may not look like it, but he is apparently a pretty good wrestler. So he is tiny as fuck, tinier than me, I think, or at least as big as I am. Pero soron niya, and I think uh, I don't know. I don't know what the end game here is actually. I don't know why Leon Ruff. I don't know why. They have to take this kind of detour uh, in the in the Johnny versus Damian Priest feud. So at this point, consider me baffled as to where this is going.
0: Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. Uh, I don't exactly know what the end game is now, but I'm one of those people who is enjoying this as it happens. I don't know. There's something. There's something hilarious now. Now that Johnny Gargano is such an annoying heel, uh, him getting beat by a Leon Ruff. Is so funny. Plus, you narrative now. He can never defend a singles title. He's basically the male Sasha Banks. So I don't know what what it's gonna take for Johnny to
1: reverse the curse. I don't know uh, what they plan to do with this. Eh? Does that who who does Leon eventually? He's gonna drop it probably next week, right? So he's gonna drop it, and I don't know who to. It's not like this is gonna be a Santino Morella, uh thing in which he uh, becomes a long-term North American champion. I don't think it's gonna be that way. Especially uh, considering that the title is between two guys who are feuding. So is it going to be Johnny or is it going to be Damien Priest? Yeah,
0: here's another question. Because Santino, at least for a while, he was um, sort of treated as a serious wrestler and then he became, like, they really doubled down on a comedy character. For someone like Leon Ruff, if you treat him like this or if you book him like this, what kind a character is he going to be? uh somebody na gagaguhin lang din down the road or is he going to be like you know, ultimate underdog archetype decorin getse
1: I think uh this is just a way to welcome him officially to the to the NXT roster that was after he wears out that welcome he probably is going to go to the cruiserweight division
0: yeah that makes sense i guess um in, if if you put it that way i think he's really lucky like sobrang he was the guy they chose uh, you know, for for this story, for him to get this rub, you know, I'm I'm happy for the guy because obviously, the uh, how can you not be happy for uh, a WWE fan who got into the business and then gets written into this crazy story that everybody's literally talking about in the world of professional wrestling. So, um, I'm for if if anything else or if, or for nothing else rather, um, I'm excited for next week's episode to see how this one shakes out. Oh, uh, me too. <laughs> All right, uh, let's switch gears and talk about AEW. we got to start off with their big announcement yesterday, Wednesday, Manila time, which was about AEW games. So they had this elaborate presentation on YouTube. It was an event where Cody and Kenny Omega and Aubrey Edwards were all dressed up like Steve Jobs, and they talked about three games. Not one, not two, but three. So you, had, you have one console game no has no name, It's just AEW games.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're all just AEW games. No, no, the, literally... other, the mobile
0: games have names.
1: Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, so
0: it's AEW Elite General Manager, and the other one is AEW Casino Double or Nothing. So, yung Casino Double or Nothing is literally a casino game, it's a gambling game. Yun lang yun. So, if you remember yung poker game in SmackDown versus Raw back in the day, 07, I believe, or 08, I didn't,
1: I didn't get to play that version, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs>
0: it's, it's basically a mini game in SmackDown versus Raw where you get to play poker. Texas Hold'em okay. as a wrestler and okay. uh, per wrestler there are specific characteristics so like Eddie Guerrero malamang deceptive because he's not cheat steel so there's mm. so that um, I'm not sure how they're gonna do that for AEW but when they talked about this release I was like okay I have a bit of a peg Yung AEW Elite General Manager naman, think of it as GM mode in SmackDown yeah. versus Raw but in a mobile setting which I am all in for
1: yeah, yeah, definitely because uh, you want a book on your phone, right? Like, you, don't, I, don't, I, I play booking games and they're not really that fun when you're sitting in front of a computer. So, okay, to, I'm sure it's going to make for a really fun mobile game.
0: Yeah, uh, I think type of game if I'm on a long flight or a long bus ride, I think I'll have fun, you know, playing this for an hour before I get sleepy. So, I'm probably downloading this as soon as it's out. The um, expected to State of the mobile games Is if not later Later this year Than early next year Whereas the AEW game Now for the console Which is apparently available On both current generation uh, Consoles and the next gen uh, Definitely next year So there yeah. yeah so this
1: the, the console game Is gonna be Hi. Uh, they, they already said That they brought in The director of WWF No Mercy For the Nintendo 64 So Knowing that we have an idea of how this game is going to play it's going to play like no mercy it's going to play like the def jam games so it's going to be a lot more like a fighting game an arcade style fighting game than the realistic uh, simulation style wrestling games that yukes uh, and thq were known for uh, the uh, growing up the, our entire childhood growing up so we're going to we're in for a really fun flowing uh, a really good wrestling game that is going to be a breeze to play as compared to the 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 2K games that we know and love better they're much slower.
0: Yeah, um one thing siguro now you can take away from this uh announcement is yung how Yukes is one of the developers of the game because they stopped collaborating with 2K WWE, right? and WWE, And you saw that in how craptastic 2K20 was um with i uh, no, with uh yukes being part of this you can see na initial graphics and ang uh, medyo swabe so you can only hope na hindi lang trailer yung 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 with the reversals and the counter system um i'm going to make a confession here and tell you that i've never played no mercy i have no idea what that's about Oh like. no, me, me neither i i just need to know what
1: uh what made no mercy such a beloved game uh i didn't play no mercy but i did play Def jam so parang same, similar engine, that And the fun part about the, about that about those games, kase, are that is that uh, they play more like a fighting game. So you don't have to like you know press uh, circle in a direction and then another, I know, then tweak, then you know uh, toggle the 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 analog sticks just to make a move. So it's it really feels more like a button masher. And you know, as we all know, button mashing is more fun than you know uh, pressing. Certain button combinations
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, gets, gets Alright, alright uh, I'm sold So um, I mean, it's not like We have any new games To look forward to Dinamundi but these days I mean, uh, NBA uh... 2K21 Came out It's basically 2K20 So uh, there, There's really not a lot Of new games Given the pandemic So um, Watch out for AEW games When it comes out In the next few months Alright Sticking to AEW We had Full Gear Over the weekend And an episode of Dynamite A few hours ago So Let's look at things Overall, Muna Let's talk about Full Gear and um full gear this year i had to take a break while i was watching it and i was watching from home i watched it an hour after it started so 1 hour behind ako and i stopped na mga lunchtime so i could yeah you know, so i could eat and rest and then i finished in latter half um after after my lunch break so um, i don't know about you if um if, if you felt the same way na parang nakakapagod siya
1: uh I don't know. I don't know if I felt that I was a good but nowadays, because I take a lot of breaks watching wrestling, like the whole thing in general is pretty tiring for me. So I can't say if it's because of this, if if it's uh you know just for this show, but I did um also start watching our, at around the same time as you. I start. I watched live at around uh, the middle of the second hour, which was around the time. Uh, Around the women's championship match, and then it just kept going. And then I really did feel though that it, it ran too long, and that was just the second half of the show. Four
0: hours, you bong show, eh?
1: Yeah, four hours, kind of bong show. So, um, it I, I, I don't know, I'm no longer used to shows being this long, especially when you consider the fact that WWE has managed to keep their pay per views to three hours.
0: Yeah, I I um I kind of miss you three hour shows and that's one thing I appreciate from WWE right now. Um, in the time of the pandemic with full gear, kasi, they treated the show as if it was normal. So, uh-huh. diba, even yung cinematic match yung Elite deletion was pretty long. Pati yun na ako even uh-huh. though it, it had its moments na na katapangan Um overall, I ako, lang, um I, I guess if pinaka feedback was siya even though. Uh, you had moments which upended the status quo, which I think is a good thing. Cause I, um, I was getting tired of, of certain things that uh, certain things on, on AEW, particularly see si Cody being TNT champion. So that was the biggest change for me seeing Darby Allen win. I didn't expect that. I thought Cody would win. Paren. But now that we've seen kung saan papuntang feud, I think they had Brody Lee lose to Cody so that Darby could beat Cody and not Brody Lee.
1: Yeah, that's what I said in the post-show review on our Patreon, actually. So it was, uh, it was nice, but it was also shocking. But uh, it made sense considering the fact that I probably wouldn't want to see Brody Lee lose to Little Darby Allen. Yeah, diba? <laughs> the same Yeah, they
0: Right. Exactly. So I, I, I agree with you. Um, the the visual, lang, eh? I mean, I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> I don't want to be the guy that sounds like Vince McMahon. Pero putang na di ko talaga may imagine si Darby Allin si Lee. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you're right, you're right. Uh, in this case, it was a good move, I guess.
0: Yeah, uh sucks sucks to be us from like a couple of weeks ago when we bitched about Cody uh beating Brody Lee. All right. <laughs> okay, um other things that happened at the uh, at, at Full Gear, you had the Young Bucks becoming World Tag team champions which I think is a big mistake honestly I mean I like the shock factor and oh putan, sila. but I don't like the fact that they had to put that stipulation that oh, we're not gonna challenge ever again I mean how can the young bucks never ever challenge for the titles and and there's a bigger issue that Matt Jackson has a legit ACL injury what the fuck
1: uh, yeah uh, he's actually rehabbing this so he's not going for surgery it feels a little like nepotism to me. Uh, I don't know why the Young Bucks had to, you know, paint themselves in a corner with that stipulation. Uh, I don't know why FDR has to have a short reign. Uh, for once, I would have wanted to see a long FDR reign, and I don't see why Young Bucks have to win this the the championships now.
0: Yeah. Right. Um, look back at the other FDR title reigns from WWE. I don't think they've ever had a long dominant reign as champions.
1: Yeah, well, I thought this—I thought this was going to be it. Actually, I thought this was it.
0: Yeah, every time they've been booked to be champions, either Mike Siang or, kung medyo mahabababa mo Lang gago, because they don't appear at all and they have to defend. Like I think the pinakamahaba nila was when they were Raw Tag Team Champions in 2019, and then they dropped them at Mania to Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins with very little fanfare. Yeah, so there. Um, so the unbox Bucks, uh, your new AEW World Tag Team Champions. Um, not, nothing, I mean, not the best news in the world, but I guess a change in the, in the status quo is a change in the status quo. Uh, here's another thing that was big coming out of Full Gear. Kenny Omega being number one contender for the AEW World Championship. Um, I thought this was the right call. I don't want to see Hangman Page go up against Mox yet. And I think another setback for Hangman is good because they're really trying to build him up as this... Babyface na compelling. Because when when they did this with him last year, uh, in the build up to the Jericho match, parang sobrang vanilla ni Hangmane. Eh? And now that he's had this year of ups and downs of being tag champs with Kenny and then the breakup with the Elite and then again tension with uh, with with Kenny again and the will he or won't he actually turn full heel, um, Hangman's actually more solid now as a character. Like in a way, losing losing when it mattered, like against Jericho and now against Kenny. Helps the Hangman character.
1: Yeah, we called this uh, last week when we were predicting Full Gear. So it's good to see Hangman win. I actually do like him. I agree with you in saying that uh, the way they've treated him so far in this past year, over this past year, was actually nothing short of great. Uh, I want to see... It's a really slow burn for him to get back to the top after you know being one of the first challengers for the AEW World Championship. And I do want to see him mature... As, you know, as slowly as possible because I think they rush a lot of people in AEW and uh, by, ba- by making him slow, by-, by booking him slowly, they make him more special.
0: Yeah, you're right. Uh, they actually make me give a shit about him and that's something I have to give them a lot of credit for. For, unlike the women's division Specifically the champion Hikarushida and Nyla Rose Like yeah they had a good video package Heading into the match But I really just couldn't care About the match itself And it's a shame Because I don't think it was a bad match I don't think either of them Suck as wrestlers It's just I don't care about the story And um, even with the championship is online When the champion and the challenger Don't get TV time uh, it, it doesn't make me want To get invested
1: in the match Oh, it wasn't a, a good match by uh, by my standards. Uh, I thought, for some reason, Nyla didn't look as dominant as she could. She kind of felt soft. I think she with her strikes and everything, parang Dinahaya on that level for some reason. I, I don't know why. I don't know what's happening to Nyla. Uh, but I do realize that she should have won. But knowing what I know about her now, or knowing about her performance now, it was. I guess it's also a good thing that she didn't win. It, it basically just felt like a whole lot, lot of nothing uh, on my on my end
0: yeah uh, i agree especially with um what happened after the match Nasi Vicky broke up with Nyla or at least nag away sila parang okay uh you know 1 minute on dynamite Vicky Guerrero's her hype man and then the next show at full gear whatever parang okay and i hate it when people say kasi hindi ka na ng dark I don't have time for dark. I want things explained on fucking dynamite. And this is your main women's storyline and it's not getting TV time. That's the big issue here.
1: Are you gonna talk about TK's uh reaction to this criticism now?
0: Yeah, yeah, we can, we can. See so see Cody Cody was the first one to react. Uh, you know, fans like us are reacting to this on our podcasts, on our articles and all that crap. And and Cody basically brushed off your criticism and said, nah, oh these are good wrestlers. You'll care about them once they get in the ring. Which again, I've already countered with my previous rant. Uh, See, si, si Tony Khan, his must um, diplomatic in sagot niya, but he didn't outrightly say that they're gonna fix it.
1: I thought they did. I thought that he realized that, or he, he, he figured out the fact that what, uh, what happens on Dark was not being relayed and conveyed on Dynamite, and they said that they need to do a better job of doing that
0: yeah, I guess I mean if um, if um Pak Baba are the women's storylines heading into or coming in, uh, out of this week's dynamite, then yeah, there are baby steps, but there there are steps about other storylines. I mean they're not about the championship. I want to care about the women's champion Yung <laughs> problem this is your top girl, and you're not giving her the TV time or you're not giving her the attention to make us invest in her story. so yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We have more thoughts on Dynamite We want to get to that later Because um, we have one more match on full gear That we just got to get out of the way And that's Elite Deletion um, I don't know about you But I'm getting tired of these Hardy compound matches Like it's done novelty It's worn off on me
1: No, I think the problem with this particular deletion match Was the fact that When they were building up to it Matt Hardy was regular Matt Hardy And I say this on the on the full gear review on Patreon, right? So the, the novelty that came with the deletion matches were always because of the fact was because of the fact that Matt Hardy was full broken Matt Hardy when they were building up to it. But now he is normal Matt Hardy, and so weird for normal Matt Hardy to you know, be building up a deletion match. And you can see it from the way he didn't really go all in on his on craziness, uh, in the match, right? Uh, he, he was acting like normal Matt Hardy. And it was weird because you usually associate deletion matches with broken Matt Hardy. So kaya may dissonance, I think. That's why it wasn't all there like we're used to.
0: Yeah. Um, the problem is that they're really pushing this uh, three phases of Hardy character. Right? Now there's old veteran Matt Hardy. There's young OG Hardy Boys Matt Hardy. And then there's broken Matt Hardy. Yung, yung three faces of Hardy, like the three faces of Foley, and um, while I get that that's cute, I I agree with you. Um, they have to choose a particular direction in this case, broken Matt Hardy, if they're gonna push an elite deletion because hey, you need signature, nye. So it's kind of weird, but you're getting sold something, and you're not getting you're not getting it at full value. Right? Like, it's that's like how I
1: uh. It's like a dad trying to be cool, be be one of his cool, uh, be you know relive his cool younger days. Even though you know broken Matt Hardy isn't all that long ago. I mean, so weird that I got to see normal Matt Hardy try to do the broken stuff, which which usually should come with the territory of a deletion match.
0: Yeah, so there. Um, that's pretty much why. Uh, I, I guess the Elite Deletion didn't live up its potential. Probably add to that the fact that the feud had been going on for too long. Narin. Like, we didn't expect naman na it would be heading here, ba? Like, when they, when they announced that, oh, there would be an Elite Deletion match, it out of nowhere you know, because we thought that the last man standing match should have ended it.
1: I would also say, Sayang yung ano, Sayang yung cameo appearances ni Gangrel and Hurricane. Uh, it would have worked so much better if, uh, if Matt was over the top as Broken Matt.
0: Yeah, agree, agree. Right, uh, we've got a couple thoughts on this week's Dynamite and then we'll cross over to Raw and SmackDown and NJPW will get to all of that. But before we do, i got to remind you once again, we, we hope to not sound tone deaf by saying this, but, well, we are just coming off of Eleven Eleven, And if you want to support the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast through your online shopping, you can still use our links. For Lazada, that's tinyurl.com slash lazada 1111 Again, that is tinyURL.com/slash wrestling wrestling xlazada one 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 one. So go check that out. And if you need anything delivered, especially at a time like this, now we're all stuck at home because of the pandemic and now because of Ulysses, then all you need really is an affordable same-day delivery service. And thankfully, Mr. Speedy's same day delivery, it's as affordable as ever with their five best per kilometer rate. And if you want to hear something more exciting, we've got a special offer for you because you're a listener of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You can get 50 pesos off when you place your first delivery with Mr. Speedy using our promo code, Wrestling Wrestling X Mr. Speedy. Again, that's Wrestling Wrestling X Mr. Speedy. You can book a delivery through their website, mrspeedy.ph, or you can download the Mr. Speedy app off the App Store, Google Play, and the Huawei Mobile Gallery. This offer is available for Metro Manila, nearby provinces, and Cebu Once again, check out Mr. Speedy and use our promo code Wrestling Wrestling X Mr. Speedy Back to more wrestling talk, let's talk about Dynamite And the return of the Bastard Pack That was the highlight for me because I've missed Pack He's been one of my favorites since he appeared And I was really excited for Death Triangle And then obviously it went by the wayside because he was stuck in the UK because of the pandemic now that he's back, he went straight after Eddie Kingston after he, Eddie Kingston uh, basically broke apart the Lucha Bros. I like the story.
1: Jesus Christ. They basically go, he goes after the Lucha Bros and then he breaks apart the Lucha Bros and then Pac has to get them back. So I don't, I don't know what to say ng the group, the family.
0: I think what he did was he was trying to cut out the weak link and he thought Phoenix was the weak link because he's in the indoor.
1: That's what I'm okay. saying. It's still too early to break up the family. Like I don't know what's going on here.
0: Well, for me, I like it because it finally gives uh, Phoenix a reason to be a babyface. Because these guys are all heels right now, and I've said on the podcast many times before, uh, many times before, that my biggest issue with the Lucha Bros booking is that these guys don't know, especially C si Ray Phoenix. They they don't know how to be heels. See, si Penta Marunong Pae, eh. like he he knows how to get under your skin and how to be really vicious. But Phoenix is. A baby face. He he can never wrestle like a heel. So now that Eddie Kingston has antagonized Ray Phoenix and Pac has come out to defend Phoenix or at least get back the Lucha Bros, it kind of makes me want to root for Pac and Ray Phoenix.
1: I also don't know if that means Pac is going to be face, but I do agree that Ray Phoenix has to be a face. Then I just wish that they did it, you know, in a systematic way instead of just you know. Uh, suddenly deciding that they're gonna break up the the Lucha Bros.
0: Yeah, I think you know problem because as a team, you, you, you saw the potential, and you know um, they were different compared to the other tag teams on AEW. Not saying that uh, all cookie cutter. It's just that I would have rather seen them challenge for the tag titles over the best friends.
1: Eh, I like the best friends. I. I what I don't like Is the Lucha Bros Being a tag team Because it dilutes Both men's work
0: Yeah So at least now when, uh, Phoenix and, and Penta Are on separate uh, Separate squads I guess Or they're on separate Sides of this This family feud you will get to see them In singles action More often
1: uh, Yeah that's uh, Looking forward to seeing that
0: Yeah that's a plus Um, Kind of weird That we're getting Phoenix versus Penta On Dynamite uh, Two times out of The last three weeks But if it's Leads to this, and hopefully more matches for them as singles, uh, single stars. Then I'm all for it. Um, as for Pac being a baby face, I think they can pull it off. Naman, given uh Pac seems to most starter, better. Uh, or, um, how do I say this? Pak isn't under yung ane uh, yung paka restrictive ng WWE because he doesn't have those writers coming down on him. I think he'll have a little more wiggle room to express himself. Uh, as a baby face while maintaining the edge of the bastard.
1: That yeah, it seems like it, the man. I think uh, he can pull it off. Uh, if anything, at least he'll be a tweener, but he'll probably be a good tweener.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I hope he'll be a better tweener than Champa. Because, you see, Champa, I just don't get him right now. Uh, oh, alright. Like, uh, Champa was supposed to be this vicious asshole who would beat up Jake Atlas, who's such a such a good, uh, goody two shoes. Now he's the veteran saying nah, uh, um, you know, that this locker room has gone soft and has become entitled. Like, come on, pick a side, dude. Pick a fucking side. All right, um, speaking of more alignment issues, um, let's go to Raw, where Braun Strowman is now being booked as a babyface. This is so weird. I, I don't get why they turned him heel. Uh, after losing to Roman Reigns And then he moves to Raw And now he's the babyface I don't get it Like I don't like Braun Strowman anymore I can't root for him There is nothing endearing about Braun Strowman And then now we're being forced To cheer for him Because he's being written as a good guy
1: uh, That's the problem um, Even after he moved to Raw He was still feuding with Keith Lee And he was a heel And then suddenly uh, Keith and Braun make up and then suddenly We're supposed to buy Braun as a babyface So I don't like it either. Um, uh, the Fiend and Alexa being, being faces makes more sense to me.
0: Yeah, it's adorable, sila, or see Alexa at least. You know? uh, Braun doesn't have Alexa to make him endearing. So that's the problem. Yeah, Yun pa, uh, Zooming out of Raw, you've got the Survivor Series team and complete na sila, diba? With, uh, with Riddle being the fifth guy. And I was expecting to see Drew McIntyre that And I'm still willing to bet that that's gonna change by Raw this week or by Raw next week. Nah, Riddle gets taken out for whatever reason And then Drew McIntyre becomes the fifth man
1: No, I don't think so I think this is it Uh, Vince likes Riddle right now He is high on him after the match with Sheamus Um, I will say that it is weird That Sheamus is still trying to get Drew on the team But I don't know how they're going to do that Or what they're going for Actually with Sheamus and Drew So I'm not sure What Drew is going to be doing By Survivor Series time here
0: it's kind of weird having one of the big four pay-per-views and then see Drew McIntyre's on the bench
1: because he's not book. Yeah, uh, he's not a champion. He's going to lose on Monday.
0: That said, I think that if, if Drew was champion, I would have wanted to see Sheamus blindside him. That would have been a story. Like It's a typical WWE story. Oh, we're old friends. And then see Drew has the championship which makes him a target. But then Sheamus blindsides him and starts going... After the championship, basically at Adult Ziggler. But yeah, you know, we're obviously we're not getting that because Drew's not uh, the champion right now. Um I, I also wanted to zoom out and talk about Survivor Series because I I still don't know how to fix it. And you know we, we've been talking about this privately. And I wanted to write something on SmartHenry.com this week about fixing Survivor Series by giving them stakes. And I wanted to suggest things that have already been uh, suggested out there on the internet for years, like you know um the winning brand gets the number 30 slot or whoever sold Survivor gets a championship opportunity. I don't know. Um, I don't know how else to fix it other, other than giving them those particular stakes. I don't know what other prize I can give them other than fucking bragging rights.
1: No, I don't think there is another way to fix it. Uh, every year we have this, discu- this discussion on how to fix Survivor Series. And I think all of us, the entire fandom is in agreement someone that uh, they have to give us stakes uh, for the whole thing. So, um, if that doesn't change, then the ideas don't change. So, I don't think you should be beating yourself up about not being able to think of an idea for it. Because, yun talaga, yun talaga yung lang gawin, gawin yan. So, yung parasasabi natin.
0: Here's a question for you,
1: though. After seeing five straight
0: years of brand warfare at Survivor Series, are you ready to go back to rivalry based Survivor Series um, matches?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm actually. All for both, for both uh, rivalry-based and brand warfare-based. The brand warfare naman just needs an A. Just needs uh, the stakes to go on, to to make to elevate it further. But by now, the fact that it's been going on for, for five years is already enough of tradition for me. I just need it to mean more. But if it goes back to rivalry-based feuds, uh, Survivor Series matches, then I'll be okay with that as well.
0: Yeah, because for me, I in 2003 and 2004 Maybe um, with O3, Austin Bischoff, diba? Like As a young wrestling fan, it was such a big deal that the World Tag Team Champions um, I believe it was Booker T and Rob Van Dam If not the Dudley boys like, They were on the same team And then they had Shawn Michaels there Para, puta, Like, these guys would not team together in any other show Or under any other circumstances like, I want to feel that way again And for some reason, after five years, this Brand Warfare storyline I just don't care anymore. Okay, Keith Lee and Braun Strowman are on the same team, but Keith Lee was on NXT last year. Okay, big deal.
1: You also have to remember that the rivalry-based Survivor Series format ended up being lazy by the time they had to cut it out. So what happened near the end was that they would just focus on a a set of top stars feuding. was those top stars would just choose... um, it would so coincidentally choose mid carders who were feuding with each other so parang hindi na draft picking when it came to you know building the teams they just really were pairing together the the faces and the heels of each brand
0: or even worse they would just announce oh, a 5 te- 5 man team versus that 5 yeah, man
1: team exactly exactly so by the end it got lazy as well so um you can look back on the Halcyon days of 2003-2004 But that's always how Survivor Series has always been uh, I think those years were more outliers than anything
0: Damn <laughs> That's pretty sobering now that you put it that way
1: if you, if you should look at the Survivor Series teams Of the ancient Survivor Series shows They were really just random pairings Of, uh, of teams of 10 guys Just so you can have 10 man matches
0: Yikes Oh, oh, to be uh, a not so old wrestling fan. All right, uh, let's go to SmackDown and have a couple issues with this week's episode. I want to start off with Jay Uso and how um, I was reading some articles about Jay this week, and people seem to be loving etong dark turn niya. And we were kind of critical about it last week. But then over the weekend, CJ was on an Instagram live video with Kayla Braxton, where Kayla was trying to fish for info about why Jay did what he did to Daniel Bryan. And to be fair to Jey Uso, he cut a very compelling promo about how Daniel Bryan was in the way that nah, Daniel Bryan doesn't understand because he's not family. It was a good promo. The problem was, that should've been on SmackDown. That should've been on TV because hey, that's your main storyline, number one. And number two, every time such a drastic change happens, you always look to answer the question, why, Jay why? And we didn't get that on SmackDown, which really grinds my gears.
1: Oh, I was expecting it to get, I was expecting to get the answer on SmackDown last Friday, but it was not. They just uh, kind, of, kind of acted like Jay was doing it against his will, but they never really fleshed it out. So uh, I get that the problem with SmackDown is that two hours isn't enough for all the stories you want to tell, but I think this merits getting more time than, you know, than a lot of other, sh- a lot of other matches and stories. Uh, you, would have, you could have spared You could have shaved A couple of minutes off what? Corbin and Mysterio Mysterio, right That was kind of long They could have shaved Minutes off that And devoted it to uh, To Jay explaining But you know Siyempre he couldn't, he couldn't give an interview Without permission From Roman Reigns But I think They could have just Gotten that time And used it well Yeah um, w- uh,
0: Now that you mention The time argument It's yeah. kasi The real the Mysterio telenovela had at least two or three segments on that show. And they couldn't devote, what, a three-minute promo for Jay? They couldn't devote time for Sami Zayn? Sammy wasn't even on TV. He had yeah. to get his TV time on fucking Talking Smack. And he's Intercontinental Champion. And he's supposed to be in a big-money match against Bobby Lashley. Like, Lashley's doing all the promo work here. And I'm thinking to myself, how come Sammy hasn't responded with well, I should rebuttal? And it's because Sammy
1: wasn't on TV. Uh, he did the first week. uh the, the episode before this one He cut a promo But that's also not very long And that was pretty sad Even for him
0: Yeah And it's such a disservice To your Intercontinental Champion Sobrang sayang Because I don't expect Sammy to win But I expect him to make this match entertaining say um, I don't know uh it, it, It's Sami Zayn This is his character it, It's a very fun character to watch Like I want to see him get his ass whooped And I want to care about Why he's getting his ass whooped The problem is He's not giving us a reason to want to see him get his ass If anything, we're all wanting to cheer for
1: him. Yeah. Uh, No, I think uh, I would blame the fact that they were still uh, doing qualifying matches for the SmackDown Survivor Series team. Uh, After we finally figure out who the fifth man is, I think they would finally get more time for the brand versus brand matches. The champion versus champion matches.
0: Yeah, well, they only really have like a couple episodes left before Survivor Series. So,
1: yeah,
0: um, uh, we're doing predictions next week. Right, right. So that should remind you about where we are in the calendar. We're going to take another break and we'll hear from our other podcasts here on Podcast Network Asian. When we come back, we're talking about NJPW Power Struggle. Oh my god, look at this cute person
1: listening to this podcast, though. Right? So cute, grabe Good job to your parents, ha By the way, this is Jam And this is Dabsky. You like podcasts, right? Check ours out <laughs> We talk about Henry Cavill Oh yeah Local music. Overthrowing evil overlords. Butts. Space. Witches.
0: Space witches. Denial. Cats. Dogs. Cats and dogs. So if that floats your boat or flies your spaceship, check it out online and join us at Local Locus PH everywhere on social media. Sorry, Podcast Network Asia. Right, right, we've got lots of feelings to talk about regarding power struggle. But before we get to that, we remind you once again that you can still do your eleven eleven shopping and support the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. And hopefully, uh, you can also use that online shopping habit to help out our Kababayans in need. You can check out Shopee where we have an affiliate link of our own as well. tinyurl.com slash wwpxshopee1111. Again, that's tinyurl.com slash wwpxshopee So every time you click that link That takes you to the Shopee website And when you check out your items from your cart And if they get delivered to your doorstep We get a small commission out of that So we really appreciate it if you keep our link in mind When you do your online shopping Alright, let's talk about Power Struggle, which I actually got to catch I'm pretty proud of this one Uh, I, I caught the entire card and I will agree Now, Since the pandemic NJPW shows are less of a slog to get through
1: Yeah, uh like the WWE, they figured out that uh, they should go. Uh, they, they should go shorter. It also has to do with the fact that not everyone, uh, not everyone on the NJPW roster, namely the Gaijins, are there. So but they figured it out.
0: Yeah, and I also don't really care about you young lions nila. So I I, I don't need to see. Uh, see, I don't even remember their names right now. Uh, Gabriel Kidd, he's the one I remember. That's okay. I don't need to see a lot of them. That's where
1: I'm at No but mostly uh, It wasn't really The young young lions Who are taking up The space in the card It was really mostly The old guys Which they haven't been Trotting out as much So Yeah
0: I I mean It's nice I guess Seeing Nagata And Kojima And Tenzan But I don't need to see them On a regular basis either Uh, What I'm happy about though Is that uh, We got a lot of quality matches Like I don't know about you, but my favorite match was uh, Yano versus S.J.
1: <laughs> no, I actually didn't get to see the show. I was, I was trying to get a copy of the show, but I couldn't find one. So uh, I wasn't able to catch it. Uh, sayang.
0: Yeah, uh, so it was a good show. Um, as usual, uh, Night of Evil wasn't exactly uh, a barn burner. For some reason, parang bala silang chemistry.
1: I don't know why. I think Evil is sort of sandbagging him as a heel. But well, Evil is capable of better stuff. I don't, I don't know why they're. Uh, but that was before when he was a face. So I don't know if he's really just working slow and not being as exciting because he's a heel right now. I don't know if he's doing that. But at some point, you have to have some chemistry with your uh, face opponent. So I don't know why that's not happening for him.
0: Well, it's not like we're going to see Naito Evil 3 anytime sooner, Naito Evil 4, whatever it is right now. Because Naito is already on a collision course with Jay White and Kotebushi. So, quick recap, Jay White won the G1 briefcase thanks to some shenanigans. And uh, Ibushi, while he is without the briefcase, will still get a shot against Naito for the double championships because Naito needs the challenger for January 4, whereas Jay White has made it clear that he only wants to wrestle on January 5. So, Naito gets double booked, which I guess he doesn't have a problem with, and Ibushi gets his shot at a Wrestle Kingdom main event.
1: Yeah, so effectively they have, uh, they have two G1 Climax winners right now, which is saying something. I guess they, need, they needed to fill both, uh, both evenings with a main event quality match. I, I, now that you think about it, not that I think about it, if they didn't do this, I didn't know what they were going to do for both nights or for the first night.
0: Yeah actually, hindi uh, yun ni sip ko eh parang sige kung gusto talaga i-push ni New Japan na uh, two nights in Wrestle Kingdom paano mo gagawin yun di ba no main events mo um, I was actually thinking no una before before Ibushi got chosen by Naito as his opponent for January 4 why don't they just do a triple threat like has that ever happened at a Wrestle Kingdom main event
1: Ah uh, no they don't really like that kasi they believe that and rightfully so that one on one matches are still the best way the best things to promote because uh, When you add uh, A third person in the mix you know, Things get muddled up uh, I think Chris Benoit uh, Back in WrestleMania 20 Was just like An outlier for that
0: How about see Brian From
1: 30? Uh, I th- for Brian was supposed to be Brian right? He was supposed to be uh, it-, it wasn't supposed to be Batista Remember? Yeah. Like we We didn't really accept Batista As challenging for the for the championship. It was really supposed to be Brian, and then they added Batista. And then they just made Brian jump through hoops to get into the match.
0: Right, right. Um, so I, I was watching Power Struggle and I, I'm loving Jay White. I haven't really seen a lot of his stuff, but I, I enjoy him as this, this bearded, smarmy, uh, slimy motherfucker. And Nakatoa yung promunia uh you know, he went on a long tirade. And basically, went a roundabout way of challenging Naito. And see, si Naito, yung sagut lang niya in, in Japanese was, I didn't understand anything you said. I just heard you, me, Wrestle Kingdom, okay na ko. So, parang, <laughs> medyo natawa ko, Parang, I, I don't know if that's, gonna, if that's supposed to make Jay White look stupid or not credible, pero, so, like, I, I just have mixed feelings with how he treated his number one contender.
1: No, it's just supposed to make Naito look like, uh, <laughs> like a self serving prick. Okay uh, it, It's not supposed to put down Jay White as a contender Like hey, okay, what, else, what, what else is Jay White Gonna do it's not, like, it's not like He can cut a promo in Japanese
0: Yeah he's but. not Kenny Omega Yeah exactly um, So okay lang yun For him I remember last year Around this time When uh, you guys had Stevie From the Geeky Ones On the podcast yep. uh, He established The concept of the Big Four in New Japan right? Like how they always Have the Big Four um, I remember as far back as the mid-2010s when their big four was Tana, Nakamura, AJ, and um, Okada. Yeah. So right now, if I'm not mistaken, that should be Naito, Ibushi, Jay White, and Okada, right? So where's yeah. Okada in all of this? Uh, he, I mean, I get that he's in a uh, feud with Will Ospreay, but it's a weird that he's not anywhere near the championship picture?
1: No, uh, they're doing this uh, midlife crisis kind of gimmick with Okada right now. Even though he's not really old. He, but he is, he's really old in New Japan years when you consider how young he started in the business. So uh, I think okay lang naman because he's been what? Uh, a main eventer for the better part of the 2010s. So they are, I think he is in his middle-aged Jericho face right now.
0: Wow, shit! <laughs> Considering uh, you know he's he's just what two or three years older than you and me, so that's uh, kind of weird. But yeah, um, I'm I'm excited for for Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, this is the time of the year na nagiging na New Japan it, so uh, I'm liking what I'm seeing. I like the double main events they've set up, and I I'm all in on Okada versus Osprey. My only wish is that they the find a way to split the championships from from Naito. I mean, yeah. I don't mind having Naito as the top champion, but the Intercontinental Championship, I think somebody needs to win it from him.
1: Especially, It's going to look worse, especially if they can't get Moxley on the show. Because he is still the U.S. champion, and then they are still uh, writing stories around that, how, how, uh, how Kenta is uh, still the challenger, the number one contender for the U.S. championship, and how Tanahashi tried to get that from him. So they really need to... Uh, if they if they want to fill two nights they have to they have to split the intercontinental championship from the I, iwgp heavyweight championship
0: yeah it's really weird talaga kasi they went through such a big deal or they went through such a uh no they didn't go through a big deal they went through so much trouble to really establish the intercontinental championship as the one b to the iwgp heavyweights one a so for it to be just Part of a larger prize Kind of feels wrong And I don't know It To me It undoes all the work They did with Nakamura And Tanahashi Holding it all those years
1: Yeah um, I do not don't undoing But I think They've just gotten lazy And I just think That they need to Work on it now Especially when they're Trying to fill up Two nights for Wrestle Kingdom
0: So yeah Um And we're recording this on the second week of November. Wrestle Kingdom isn't for another two months. So I hope that Gato is able to sort this out by the time we get to the Tokyo Dome. All right. We're just about at the end of this week's episode. So let's get to our favorite part, which is our pick of the week. And if you're new to this part of the podcast, it's when we give you one match or segment or documentary or video that's must see and that's something you have to check out. I'm going to start with mine. And I initially wrote down Ray Phoenix versus Penta from Dynamite this week. I thought it was a great match. Uh, but I think I also want to recommend Toriano versus Z J because it was a real good opener for a power struggle. Nagatawa and uh, Yano just comes up with all these different ways to hold on to yung King of Pro Wrestling title niya while not pinning or submitting his opponent. And I think it's
1: brilliant. <laughs> I should definitely catch that. Uh, before I go into mine, let's just give Chino's. His is Kenny Omega versus Adam Page from Full Gear. So definitely catch that. It helped that that was the opener for the show. Uh, my pick of the week is going to be Bailey versus Sasha uh, for the SmackDown Women's Championship on last Friday's SmackDown. Honorable mention, Ricochet versus Ali from this week's Raw. Can you believe... That retribution Was a few, was one of the few Good spots of Raw This week I know What the hell right <laughs> So that, that happened that, that happened
0: That happened So yeah uh, Mustafa Ali And Ricochet Had a barn burner of a match Or as JR would say A slobber knocker uh-huh. Alright um, One more time Before we get out of here Just gotta say Thank you to everybody Who's been supporting The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast However you can Whether you've been Downloading Or streaming Or sharing our podcast Letting people know We exist to everybody who missed the stream for this week, uh, really sorry about that. Um, you know, Ulysses happened. And if you want to help out, please check out the hashtag #ReliefPH. Um, I've been retweeting some stuff on my Twitter at team uh, Relief efforts. Um, some Good Samaritans are giving out free loads, so you can contact your loved ones. Um, there are also people organizing mga uh, donation drives, so please donate, or if you want to use your online shopping to help them out, uh, please keep our links in mind. For Lazada, that is tinyurl.com slash wrestling wrestling 1111. That takes you straight to the app. And for Shopee, it's tinyurl.com slash 1111. And if you want to send stuff out, please check out Mr. Speedy. Use our promo code wrestling wrestling x Mr. Speedy before, um, be- before you make your first Mr. Speedy delivery. Now, uh, before we get out of here, just want to plug our other shows that you might want to check out for Chino. It's The Class Clown Check that out on Spotify For me, it's On Deck It's my podcast About radio personalities The second half of my episode With John Hendricks Has finally been uploaded uh, For Ro It's twitch.tv Slash Shang Underscore Daddy uh, What game are you streaming this week?
1: Uh, Spider-Man The new Spider-Man
0: Sweet Alright uh, I actually have the game And I was thinking of playing that This week as well So yeah own. Perfect uh, make sure to follow us On Twitter If you want to keep Talking about wrestling It is At wrestling2xpod At rose At Pino Supersized And at Underscore Stancy. And this podcast Would not be possible Without the patrons Of the wrestling Wrestling podcast Alright Um that brings us to the end of this episode of the podcast We'll catch you again next week um, Just a quick programming note from us uh, No audio only interview for this week uh, We're trying to we're, we're trying something new here on the show So the next time you'll hear us will be on our stream Which you can catch on Kumu at Wrestling Wrestling Pod Or on Facebook.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast That will be on Thursday at 7pm So until then, we'll see you on our podcasts Please stay safe Stay dry, and uh, let's just help out one another, all right?
1: Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts,
0: and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast
1: Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company,
0: individual, or anyone or anything.